So let's jump right in, man. Um, this morning, uh, again, happy Mother's Day. Uh, we're going to be in Acts uh, chapter 3. You got your Bibles with you? That's right. Uh, I know, I needed that too, right? That was good. Um, Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Uh, I'm going to go 1 through 10. Uh, Acts chapter 3, verse 1 through 10. I'm reading from the uh, New King James Version. It says, now Peter and John uh, went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. It says, a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms uh, from those who entered into the temple. Now watch this. It says, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. This is what he normally does. Uh, and fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Uh, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Watch this, it says, rise up and walk. And he took him uh, by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle uh, bones received strength. Uh, so he stood up, uh, leaping up, and walked and entered uh, the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. All the people saw him walking and praising God. Uh, then they knew it was uh, he who sat begging alms uh, at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what happened to him. So we're going to take a look at this um, uh, in the lens of where we are right now at Impact with our uh, uh, speech therapy, where we're speaking uh, from faith, from authority, uh, and from the word of God. When we speak, now we expect. And we want to keep on speaking and expecting, like we said last week, beyond all the noise, right? And so today, from Acts 3, uh, 1 through 10, we're talking about the person, the place, and the petition, okay? The person, the place, and the petition. Let's jump right in. So listen, let's take a look at this guy, right? This man at the gate. If you start at verse 1 uh, and, and, and go down to verse 2. This man at the gate was lame, and he was lame his whole life, okay? He was this way since birth. Uh, Couple of things we gotta understand here as we begin to what? Speak and expect and continue to speak and expect beyond the noise, right? There, there are some things in life that we deal with and there are some things in life we struggle with, some things we have to push through, some uh, things we have to just believe and keep walking in faith and deliverance that will take, watch this, a long time, okay? Listen, that's not popular, that's not convenient news. The convenient thing for me to say is that there's something you may be facing right now and it's gonna be gone by this time tomorrow. And while God can do that, the truth of the matter is some of us are facing things the same way this man, he was this way since he was born, that there are some things, some deliverances we're waiting for, uh, some struggles we're facing right now that we are, that is gonna take some time for whatever plan, whatever reason God has for it, that it's just gonna take some time. Listen, it's an, it, it's an inconvenient thing to say, it's inconvenient news, but it is the truth. Some things we deal with and we're dealing with it, watch this, for a while. Another thing about this man and his condition is the fact that this condition wasn't his fault, okay? It wasn't due to anything that he did. He was born this way. Now, here's what's funny. It's one thing to realize and understand that we have to deal with the consequences of our own actions, right? Even if we have a hard time accepting that, because sometimes we try to, we try to act like these are the consequences of our own actions. But the truth of the matter is sometimes we do have to deal with the consequences of our own actions. And we can even understand the fact that, okay, because we have sayings about this. You know, you got to lie in the bed that you made. We understand that sometimes we are faced with situations and hard times and struggles, but it's, and it's 100% totally due 
to, to decisions that we've made, the consequences of our own action, right? But it's another thing when you've been plagued your whole life with something that is a consequence of, of nothing that you did, right? When it is something that, you, that you're not going to take credit for because you didn't do anything to have it. Watch this. Sometimes we have to understand that not every single thing that we go through is a result because of us being out of God's will. Okay, listen, listen, a sister once shared an impact that, that she was at a church and her car got broken into. And the first thing that somebody said to her, I think she said, they asked her, well, had you been paying your tithes? That's crazy. Like her car got broken into and the first thing you got to ask her is, is whether or not she's been paying her tithes. That's crazy. Listen, so many things you're going through is not because of, of some sin that you're, that, you're, that you're dealing with. It's not because God's not with you. And it's not because you're living outside of God's will. Sometimes you're going through stuff because this is life. Look, Jesus said that in this life, you will have trials, okay? He said, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And so we have to understand that there are things that, may, that we may struggle with for a long time, and there may be things that we struggle with that literally is not a result or a consequence of anything that we did, and it is not a reflection, watch this, of our relationship with God. Okay, we got to stop getting in this mindset that we think that every single time something bad happens to us, it's because God is mad at me. Listen, God, listen, <laughs> while we were sinners, Jesus died for us. He's not mad at you and he's not trying to get back. If God wanted to get back at us, okay, he could get back at us in a more powerful way than, than me walking outside and my car tire is flat. That ain't got nothing to do with anything, okay? Sometimes we go through things and we just go through it. So here we go. He's been this way for, for since birth, a long time, right? And his condition was not his fault. And so we've got some struggles that are long. This is the person, right? And we've got some things that we go through, and it's not necessarily his fault. Uh, 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 and it's not because you're out of God's will or anything like that. It's just what you're facing right now. And I hope that helps you breathe a sigh of relief, relief today that says, you know what? Let me breathe. Let me relax. Let me reset. I'm, I'm good with God. I'm just going through this tough spot right now. Amen. Now watch the place though, because this is where it gets interesting. Uh, people, it says every day there would be people who would carry him uh, uh, where? To the gate outside of the temple for him to beg to money, beg for money from the people who was headed into the temple. What's interesting here is why would people take him just to the gate of the temple, watch this, and not take him into the temple? Come on, somebody. They took him outside the gate of the temple every single day and placed him there so he could go outside begging for money. Listen, we're not going to take you in the temple. We're going to leave you outside the temple so you can what? So you can beg because that's basically the value, watch this, uh, that they place on his life. Another point, point number three, we have to learn not to place the value that other people place on us. We have to place the value, we have to receive and accept the value that God places on us. They, they, they saw him, watch this, I know I didn't see it either until the Holy Spirit revealed it to me. They, they kept taking him every single day as opposed to taking him into the temple. They, they left him outside the temple by the gate to beg because they saw him as a beggar. And sometimes we have a problem with receiving or accepting the value that other people place on us. Watch this. And it's one thing for strangers or people who may not like you or one other thing to place value on you. But sometimes it's the people closest to you who put the least amount of value on your life. Come on, this is not what I'm supposed to be preaching about on Mother's Day, but I'm, but I'm doing it. Listen, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes your parents, <laughs> sometimes your siblings, sometimes people who say that they're your friends, sometimes people who, are, who work with you and, you, and, you, and you, you busting your tail day after day after work, but they're putting no value on the work that you do or nothing. Sometimes the people who, who you would assume would value you the most put the least amount of value on you, but that's why you cannot accept and you cannot receive the value that other people place on you because they may not see it. 
the the person who knows how much how how valuable you are or how much value to place on you is the one who created you is the one who knows you watch this and he knows you through and through he knows your faults he knows your shortcomings he knows all this stuff about you and he still places the value of his son's life on you and that's and that's how valuable you are and so we have to be careful that just because they drop you off at the gate and they leave you in a position of begging does not mean that you are a beggar it doesn't matter what position or what value they place in your life it depends on what you accept come on somebody as the value on your life now watch this also at the gate right he was at the gate because people were going into the temple and he figured that these people would have money and so they would give me these things. So I'm gonna sit here and beg for it. So where you are, and, 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 and for some of us, it's not like a physical place. I'm not talking about a neighborhood in which you live. I'm not talking about a job that you have, but sometimes it's mentally, sometimes it's spiritually. You know, sometimes we get caught up in these mentalities. A real popular one is like a victim mentality where we're like, everybody's doing something to me. This person's doing that to me. This person's doing this to me. Listen, where we are speaks a lot about what you, I see, I see you mother-in-law, amen, you're right. Where we are speaks a lot about what we believe and what we expect. Listen, listen, he could have asked to be taken into the temple. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Day after day, these same people dropped him at the gate. He could have asked, no, 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 take me into the temple because I'm believing that I'm going to receive something that I can get in there, right? But no, he asked to be dropped at the gate where he always been dropped. Why? Because he was expecting and believing people just to drop him some pennies. He was going to beg and ask for alms. And so where we are, watch this, where we are mentally, sometimes where we are spiritually, uh, sometimes where we are emotionally, oh, the things we try to do in life. This is, why, this is why we've been so big on speech therapy, where we're speaking from authority. Some of us have a problem speaking with authority because we don't understand that we have authority. We think we don't have, it. listen, if you want to carry along a victim mindset, it's going to be hard for you to speak from a place of authority because you're taking everything and everybody else out the equation and you're putting it on you and the one who gave you the authority. Okay, so watch this. And so, and so this, we, we talk about speaking from authority, we talk about speaking from truth, and we talk about speaking from the word, right? And so, and so the reason that's so important when it comes to position and making sure like where we are speaks volumes about what we believe and what we expect is that now when I start speaking this and I start expecting this, my life and my actions now will remove me, like we talked about last week, from a place where I beg, watch this, from a place where I'm asking for scraps to where I'm now expecting God to move on my behalf, amen? Not people just throwing me scraps as they walk to the temple. Uh, now watch this. And so where we are, what, uh, uh, speaks volumes about what we believe and what we expect. Now this is more of a reflection too about what they thought, the people who bought him there, what they thought that he needed. So they took them to a place where he could get what they thought he needed. They, but you know what, you can't work, you're lame, all you can do is sit here and beg for money. So even in an indirect way, when they thought that they was doing, they thought they was doing something good for him, put them in a position to where at least he can get scrap from people, right? But it's, it spoke a lot to what they thought that he needed. But here's what's odd: isn't it odd that there were uh, every that every day there were people uh, who were clearly going to the temple? Watch this and passed him. Okay, and maybe some of them even gave him some money every now and again, but never thought to help this man beyond the material and temporary assistance of just throwing some money towards him, of providing alms and giving him what he was begging for. It's just funny that you've got these people, again, every day he was at the temple, who was going to the temple, frequently visiting the temple, and maybe from time to time gave him some money, but never thought that maybe there's something more we can do for this man. But they were too busy, what, going to the temple, doing what they're doing. The question before impact, and y'all know the answer with impact, is are we so busy 
Come on, y'all. Walking to the temple. Come on, for what? For our word. I came here this morning to get my word. What? That we don't attend to the needs of a thirsty and hungry world around us. Come on, y'all. Y'all know what the answer is if, if you're messing around with impact. Here we go. Are we so busy walking to the temple? And it's funny because now we're in a situation where nobody can walk to the temple. Nobody, nobody can walk to the temple. And listen, but are we so busy walking there to get what we want and what we need because I need to feel good and I need to feel close to God and I need this and I need that. And yes, you do need. Yes, we all need. But are we so consumed with that that we don't attend to the world around us? Listen, two Easter's ago, because we couldn't do it this Easter, but two Easter's ago, impact started its uh, uh, Sunday uh, Sunday service um, uh, at Franklin Square for people without homes, right? People needing a meal. And so twice a month, we go out there on Sunday mornings and, and we feed folks, we pray with folks. Um, a couple, uh, Sierra sung one time and, 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 and uh, we'll, we'll do little mini services and stuff like that. But we go out there and we do it twice a month, right? Here's what's, why, <laughs> here's what's funny. The first time we did it was two Easter's ago. And, and here we had this part. Uh, that morning, we were the only ones out there at that time. And we do what we have to do. We feed all the folks and we're praying with people, all sorts of kind of stuff. And literally going home as we're traveling up like 16th Street or something, I think it was 16th Street, we're traveling up 16th Street, two blocks away from where there's all this hunger and need and poverty. We saw people leaving churches in their Easter suits and in their Easter dresses and they're walking to brunch and they got the dog out. It was a beautiful day. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging anybody from doing that. But what I'm saying is it's so funny how we can get caught up in our own thing even the church program going up to where we don't attend to the people who's around us. These people were going to the temple every day, and this man was there every day, and all we did was just throw some coins his way? Come on, y'all. But we're supposed to believe in the God. Listen, how does the power, how does the power of God reside in us, yet the pinnacle of both of our experiences, as we call it now, we call it worship experience, right? So listen, how does the power of God reside in us, yet the ultimate, the pinnacle of most of our experiences revolve around what David Platt calls performances, programs, and professionals? That that's the pinnacle of that spiritual experience. Really, listen, to sit in a seat and spectate and to feel encouraged, but the power to change the world that is literally in us just sits in those seats with us. Then it goes home for self-improvement, to make my life better, to feel good, and to help those closest around me. Come on, y'all. If that's the power of God, uh-uh. <laughs> you can keep it. It's supposed to change the world around you. These people are going to the temple. And all they did was throw change at them. People who are not going to the temple can throw change at them. Come on. Here we go. Help we see this. I need that water. Here we go. The petition. We saw the person. We saw the place. Now, here's the petition. This is where it gets good, y'all. Actually, I thought it was already getting Here we go. He asked them for money. Uh, it's the same thing he's always been asking for, right, for money. It provided temporarily uh, uh, for him. It just provided a little bit of money, provided what he needed temporarily. Uh, but what he needed to ask for, that's right, Jesus came to change the world, Ma. You got it. Listen, listen. And, and don't forget, because we talk talking about the impact, yes, he came to change the world. And then he gave us this ministry of reconciliation, that God is making his appeal to man through us the same way he did Jesus. That's what we're supposed to be doing, right? Um, uh, so it provided temporarily uh, what he needed. But what he needed, uh, or provided him temporarily, but what he actually needed was a miracle, okay? He didn't need coins. He didn't need a little bit. He needed, he needed a miracle. And sometimes we have to understand exactly what we need. He needed something that was impossible. He needed, he needed someone to, 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 to heal a situation that was his since birth, something he had been dealing with ever since he was born, being lame, not being able to walk. That's, listen, money can't fix that. 
some, listen, sometimes we go through things and we think that money can fix everything. Money can't fix everything. You see people who've got millions and millions of dollars and the minute the, smart, the stock market dips 3%, they're ready to commit suicide. They don't know what to do. And so money, listen, can't fix all of our problems. There are some people right now who are faced with illnesses, faced with sickness, and there's nothing that money can do about it. Listen, there are people because of COVID-19, watch this, who 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 uh, uh, out of work, uh, stuck at home, and they got these situations happening, and there's no amount of money. The government talked about these stimulus checks, and the stimulus checks are just a little bit of money to help you make it a rest, to try to help you make it a few weeks or, or a month or whatever. And it's not a miracle. It's not what's necessary or needed at this time. There are some things that money's not going to be able to help you with. You need what? The hand of God working in that situation, okay? Now watch this. So we asked Peter, so we asked Peter, John, he looks at him uh, uh, and, and, and he says, uh, he asks him for alms, right? So Peter, uh, with John, looks at him, gave him his, his attention, and this is what Peter said. Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, uh, Nazareth rise up and walk. Now watch this. Here's what's interesting. Peter's response to him uh, was interesting to me because it opened up his eyes to the possibility of greater happening in this man's life, okay? For all of his life, he's been asking for money, right? Now watch this. He's never walked before. He's been lame since birth. He didn't know what it was like to even walk, right? Never even thought it was possible that he'd be able to walk. Why? Because he never walked before, right? And so he didn't even ask could they help him walk? He just asked for money. How do I know he didn't think it was possible for him to walk? Because he never asked, can you help me walk? Now, he thought it was possible for them to have some money and give it to him. That's why he asked for it. But he had no experience walking. Didn't know he could walk, never walk, never thought it was in the cards for him. And the reason I'm saying this is because every now and again, you need someone to encourage you to say, you can ask for greater, that God has greater for you. Remember, we, we, start, we started this whole series. Um, what was the series? It was the revision series talking about how there are still things that God has for his people that no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and it has not dropped into the minds of men, right? And so sometimes we just needed to be, to be reminded that, listen, maybe what I'm asking for is not actually what I need. Maybe I'm just asking for a temporary pacifier to an issue that I have, when what I really need to start doing is asking for greater and open my mind up to miracles, right? Peter says, I can't help you with money, but, but I can, I, but in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. The man didn't even add. That's right. That's right. Oh, there's a serious. Uh, oh, um, you said that there's an issue with the with, with my sound. Does it click? Let me know if it goes away. And if it doesn't go away, then I'll, I'll take the Bluetooth thing off. Listen, he said that 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 money. I don't have any of that. But what I do have is is, is power to help you. And he said. So he looks at him and says, "Now rise." He says, "Rise what? Rise." and walk. And sometimes we need to be open to the fact that our eyes need to be open, our minds need to be open, our hearts need to be open to the fact that, yes, there is greater available to me, and I don't have to ask just for these temporary fixes. Amen? Watch this. Now, imagine if someone who was going to the temple every day, who passed this man, instead of giving him money, told him that there was a God who could heal him and make him walk again. If he did that, then it is very possible that his whole attitude would have changed. There would have been a shifting in his thinking. There would have been a shifting in the things that he asked. And that's what we're doing here with our whole revision series, with our whole expectation series, with our whole uh, speaking, uh, speech therapy uh, series and expecting and, and speaking beyond the noise is that what we're doing is opening up our eyes and opening up our hearts that yes, there is greater, come on somebody, that God has 
for us. Listen, while we are in this season of speech therapy and expecting, our eyes need to be open regarding what we are asking for and what we are speaking. Listen, are we asking or speaking temporary or are we asking and speaking eternal? These are questions you've got to ask yourself. <laughs> listen, listen, are we speaking or asking temporary or are we speaking and asking eternal? Are we asking or speaking for the moment or are we speaking and asking for the miracle? Come on, y'all. Are we speaking and asking for the moment or are we speaking and asking for the miracle? Now, so, no, no, watch this. Here we go. Now, Peter spoke to him, right? Peter spoke, spoke to him. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. But I want to read further. He says, uh, verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He says, rise up and walk. Now watch this. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Here we go. He looked on him, uh, took him by his right hand and lifted him up. Watch this. He took him by the hand and he lifted him up. Watch this. Some breakthroughs are only going to come when you get physical. <laughs> Listen, we speak in, we are believing, we're expecting, but some things happen when you do. You're going to have to put some things into action. When the Holy Spirit nudges you, when God starts speaking to you, you're going to have to start doing some of these things. It would have been nice if Peter could have just said, in the name of Jesus, Nazareth, rise and walk. And then the man gets up and walks. But no, Peter had to reach down. Come on, y'all. Grab his hand and lift him up. Sometimes you're going to have to roll up your sleeves and put your hands to work. Watch this in the life of for what's for you when you speak greater, but watch this, but also for other people. This is why impact does what it does. We are a ministry that believes in rolling up our sleeves. Watch this. And 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 and, and not <laughs> and not just try to help people in the things that we do. We're talking about rolling up your sleeves and we believe in reaching down. Remember that 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 that, that teaching we did on, on on level down server two in a, in the culture in a world where everybody talks about leveling leveling up. We impact, we level down, we reach down and we pull people up. Come on, somebody. This is why on Easter Sunday, we don't go, we, we're not in the church building. On Easter Sunday, we out in the streets serving people and praying with people who don't have homes, don't have meals, because we believe in reaching down, come on, and picking up. And some deliverance only comes that way when you grind it out. Listen, some breakthroughs only come, that's right, Sierra, when you get physical. That's right, Ma. Sometimes you got to roll up your sleeves, come on, y'all, and, and, and put in that work. And Peter spoke, Peter believed, Peter said, rise and walk. And then that's right, my foot. And what did Peter do? He didn't reach down and lifted the man up. My question is, who are you lifting up today? Who are you, listen, who are you reaching down and pulling up? Come on, y'all. And that, listen, listen, people, absolutely. But then also for your own situation, what, what in your life needs to be reached to, reached towards or reached for and pulled up? Because you can do that. Sometimes people, listen, sometimes the best encourager in your life is going to be you. Sometimes, listen, you're not going to be able to call me every single, every single uh, morning and whenever you need or even at night or whatever. To try to get. Sometimes you need to encourage yourself. The Holy Spirit is in you. This is, again, another staple of impact is that, listen, there's one mediator between man and God, and that's Jesus. And, 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 and listen, God hears you. God hears you. And he can give you everything you need to encourage yourself. This is giving you everything you need to pay in life and godliness. Amen. Here we go. They could have said, rise and walk. We believe in the name of Jesus, and we expect you to get up and walk and then go right in the temple and leave that man right there. But no, 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 no. 
the ministry, the power in Peter encouraged him to what? To reach down and pull him up. And let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, in, I'm compelled to believe because the Bible didn't leave, didn't leave him there, that if he didn't reach down and pull him up, it's possible they would have spoken, believed, went in that temple, and that man would still be laying there without, without being able to walk. But he had to reach down, and he had to what? Pull him up. Now watch this. We're almost finished. All this happened, okay, at the gate as they were headed towards the temple. Didn't happen in the temple. Didn't happen in the temple. There are people outside the temple who need a miracle too, okay? Uh, uh, and they may never, watch this, step foot inside the temple. No matter how many marketing meetings you have, no matter how much you try to plan, no matter how much you try to make what's happening inside the temple trendy and try to make it cool and try to do this and do that, all to get people in, what about the people who won't step foot inside your church, but they need Jesus and they need a miracle too? We need to come out of the temple. We need to reach down and we need to pull up. That is literally the mission of impact. And I think it's important because um, uh, um, I was talking to Brother Mike Wood two weeks ago and he said, Rick, make sure, make sure you, that, you know, as we're teaching, you keep the, 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 um, the purpose uh, of impact and impact vision in front of everybody so they know what we do and why we do it. That, that's, what, that's what impact does. Impact comes out of the temple to reach down and to pull up. Come on, y'all. Impact comes out of the temple to reach down and to pull up, right? Amen. And we're speaking and we're believing. And in your life now, there may be people in your life. There may be parts of your life that you need to reach down and pull up. Uh, uh, people that you know, people you're associated with. Maybe sometimes it's, it's, it's things inside of you, your own expectations, um, uh, uh, things mentally. You need to reach down and pull and get your mental state together. Maybe some of you need to reach down and get your peace back. You need to reach down and pull up your peace. You know what I'm saying? We're speaking to it and we're believing it and expecting it. Now it's also time to roll up our sleeves and not do what anyone else did, just leave the man there at the, at the gate and throw money his way. But it's time to reach down. And it's time to pull up. Amen. Amen. And so as we leave today, um, uh, just keep that in mind, man, that, 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 that this man was begging. And, and, but, but Peter spoke to him. Uh, they believed and expected. And Peter reached down and pulled him up. Amen. Let's pray.